Hello everyone and welcome to the Pet Accountant Podcast with me, your host, Vicky Clark. I'm going to help you get to grips with your finances, save you lots of money and take the stress out of doing your tax return. So let's get going. Welcome everyone to our first live slash podcast of 2024. Um, I hope It is, I know. I hope you all had a fabulous Christmas, um, made lots of money and are ready to go now for 2024. As you know, this is our busiest time in our calendar uh, because the self-assessment deadline of the 31st of January is looming. Hello, Bill. Um, So we thought we'd come on. If anyone's got any questions um, that they've got about doing their self-assessment or anything along those lines, then please pop them in the comments uh, and we will aim to answer them within the next half an hour. Um, So make use. You've got some free... Uh, free info if you want it. Um, you need to pop everybody. Oh shit! Yeah, hang on. <laughs> I'm getting myself a little buzzer that I can. <laughs> I know. Oh no, that's me. Hi, Charlotte. It's because we haven't done it for a while that I'm uh, a bit rusty, right? I've had everyone, so hopefully more people say, "There we go, we're popping." Right, so uh, if anyone who's just joined our groups, I know we've had quite a few. Don't know who we are, what we're doing. Uh, my name is Vicky, this is uh, Lee, and we run the Pet Accountant, which is an accountancy firm that dedicates themselves to pet businesses. Bill's um, <laughs> put, why do people put themselves through the self-assessment pain when you could do it? Because it's easy, Bill. Did you not know this? Filing and filling in the self-assessment is easy. Um, but yes, we run this group. We are in the background. We'll answer your questions as you put them in the group. Uh, and we do monitor um, questions and answers as well to make sure that you're getting the right information. So as it is tax deadline time, we thought we'd come on and help you guys out. Um, so tax deadline 31st January, you have to submit and pay your tax bill by the 31st of January. If you don't, what happens, Lee? Uh, unfortunately, HMRC take a dim view of it and they send you enough penalty in the post. Yes, which is uh, the file. Right, the filing penalty is a hundred pounds, even if you're one minute late past that midnight deadline of the thirty first of January. That file, uh, sorry, that fine keeps on increasing the longer you leave it after that deadline. So up to three months past the deadline of the 30th of April, you'll then start being charged £10 per day for 90 days. Uh, and then the, the fine then increases if you're still six months late. So it really, really isn't worth it. If you are struggling, if there's something on there that you're unsure of, um, just please, please reach out to us. Even after the deadline, we will still be doing self-assessments. Um, so it's, yeah, you know, and I think, one of the things that we've learned this week um, is we are actually resubmitting some self-assessments for clients who's done it themselves. And whilst, unfortunately, their tax bill has gone up because we've had to do it, the reason that we've done that is because they've put things through that they shouldn't have, such as their own drawings as an allowable expense, which we all know because we we bang on about it all the time that your, your drawings as a sole trader is not an allowable expense. Same as loan payments, you know, if you're paying off a bounce back loan or you've got a loan on your van, unfortunately, they don't reduce your tax liability and they're not expenses in your accounts. They do need to go in your accounts, but in a different different area. And that's where we come in. 
Um, you know, I was I was speaking to uh, Vicky and our social media manager this week, um, and we were talking about different things to get people engaged. And one of the things that I said is, you know, do you know your uh, your asset from your elbow? Just as a little bit of engaging, uh, you know, a little, little play on words. And it's quite important because an asset will go in a different area of your tax return. Um, whilst it doesn't reduce your profit, it still attracts tax relief if dealt with correctly. And we're talking vans, we're talking bats, we're talking dog cages. If you're a dog walker in the, you know, in 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 the back of the the, the vans that you've got, um, if you're a home boarder, there are certain things that you'll buy as well that that will be classed as assets that all need to go on this special part in in the self-assessment. I think that's a question that's come up quite a bit in all of the other social media groups that we're in, um, is how to record bans, especially. The cars come every now and again, but there's a lot of bans, uh, especially like if you're a dog walker um, or a mobile groomer, you've got to buy bans. So it's really, really important that you put those in the correct way on your tax return because you could waste, if you bought a 10 grand van, you could waste all of that money by doing it incorrectly. Um, So it's so, so important, especially if you've got vehicles, that if you don't know what you're doing, then please uh, get help because it will save you a lot of money. And I know we say that all the time, get an accountant, save you money. But it genuinely will, especially if you've bought a van, because if you record that incorrectly, you're stuffed. So please just bear that in mind. I think certainly if you've got low profits and you think, oh, I can't afford an accountant and I've bought a van, for argument's sake, if if you if your profits were thirteen thousand pounds, which pushes you just into the taxation bracket, so you're going to pay tax, but you bought a ten grand van, and you might think, well, I'll just put my van in, and then that gets me down near enough to nothing. The problem is, is you're wasting your your tax free allowance, and done correctly, we can claim a proportion of that van and then roll it forward into the next few years for you so that you can maximise your tax efficiencies and pay less tax in future years just from that one purchase. Mm. But if you put it all in in the first year, you can't uh, roll over any unused personal allowance. So it's only in the year and you can't withhold expenses either. So it's it, it it all has to go in the year in which you, you bought the items and you generated the cash. But assets are slightly different and we can play with them to an extent uh, where we can claim a proportion of that we want in, in the first year. And it could be 100%, it could be 10%, could be £5 if needs be. But the, the point is, the aim of our game is to get you down as low as possible on the tax side if that means that we only use a small amount of the assets that you've bought and then we then we claim 18% of their values in future years and we can you know we can spread that over 5 6 years for argument's sake then you're becoming more tax efficient you're paying less tax and the asset that you've got that you might sell in a in a couple of years time still has value on it that you didn't claim so actually we, you're going to pay less tax when it, it yeah. comes to selling that 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 asset as well and um, so we work in very, very many different ways. We, we, you don't just see us like filling in a form, you know, we take, we take don't sit, you give us <laughs> and 
you know, we, we don't just take the figures off those spreadsheets that you provide us or, or the yeah. paper. I think, do you know what? I think that is the misconception. I think people just yeah. think, oh, well, I'll give my, my figures to the accountant and all they're going to do is copy and paste it into the tax return then click submit. Like, I wish we could show you what we do, but we can't, obviously, for data protection and things like that. But it, there's a lot more to it than literally just copy and pasting what you've given us and, and shoving it in the tax return. Um, just as a, a quick side note, uh, if you have messaged us on Facebook, please, please bear with us. Um, we've had quite an influx of people wanting to have chats with us. So we're trying to get through you as quick as quickly as we can. Uh, so if you are still waiting for a call, I know... Um, Sarah, yes, yeah, Sarah's uh, made a comment on there that she's waiting. We will get to Sarah. It's just been a bit of a manic time. So there may be a little bit of a wait, but we will get back to you. Um, or the number for the office is at the top banner of this group. Just give yeah. us a call. There's always someone in the office that will take your call. So if you do want to get in and not wait for us to ring you, then just give us a number at the top number on the banner. I think that's the best option because... Not only does it mean that you don't have to book a slot and wait for that slot, if you get a free 10 minutes, give us a call. There's always somebody yeah. on the other end of that phone that can help you, whether that be Tegan or Nicola, um, to take your initial inquiry, to have a little chat with yourself, um, or, or whether or not it's one of the accountants, whether it's me, Vicky, Abby, or Lindsay. So there's always somebody that they'll be able to chat to you whilst you're free. Because again, we're conscious that you know if you're grooming, you're walking, um, if you're if you're booking people in and out because you're a home boarder, it becomes really difficult to to arrange a, a time slot during the working day. So by giving you the option to just to ring up at, at at any point and then you can speak to somebody, you'll be able to ask basic tax questions. We yeah. might not be able to answer them there and then, but certainly if you're looking to become a client, we can start that ball rolling. And given how close we are to the deadline the quicker we can start that process, yeah. the, the the better it's going to be all around because there's going to be things that we're going to need from you that you're going to have to get together. And it might be things that you haven't even thought of. So by giving yourself time, it just lowers that stress as well because we don't need to be stressed. I mean, we're stressed enough as it is. To <laughs> there's this deadline. Lee will be great by the time we get to February. But um, just um, a couple of questions from Kelly. I have a dog in i'll watch later one question please can i claim for dog treats walking and grooming because i've loads of receipts thank you and i'll call you next week yeah and claim for dog receipts uh, dog receipts <laughs> yeah they're just going to be concentrated consumables um, and again if you've got poo bags that's another one because they're going to be things that that you're having to use because of the business so that's absolutely fine hi jack <laughs> Um, another one from Rachel. Is it possible to claim back car business insurance not owned by the business already pre-owned? Right. So it depends on how you're recording the expenses for the car. Now, just because you didn't put the car through the business, you have the option of claiming 45 pence a mile, which includes your insurance, your running of the car, uh, any parking, any valeting, um, any expense you can possibly think of to do with the car is all included in the 45 pence a mile. If you opted to claim actual expenses, you have to put every single morsel receipt through for every time that you fill the vehicle up with fuel, if it gets repaired, if if you've got tax, if you've got insurance, um, if, if you wash it, it all 
right, I'm going to stop with the washing, not the outside of it. You can valet the inside of it if you're a dog walker um, where the dog is inside the car and you need the car to be cleaned, but the outside walk cleaning the car wouldn't be allowable. But what you do is you add all of the expenses, even if the trip wasn't for business purposes, because you need an overall for the year. And then what we do is we look at a percentage that you've used that vehicle for business purposes. If you used it for 70% business, 30% personal, we take that value of the entirety of your receipts and we divide it by 100 and then times it by 70 to get the value that we're allowed to put in the accounts. So we apportion the, the cost based on your business slash personal usage. Um, if you put the vehicle into the accounts and you've claimed a proportion of the vehicle, whether that be a van or a car, you must claim actual expenses. You don't have the choice of claiming the 45 pence a mile. But once you've made an election of which route you're going to go down, you can't change that until you sell the vehicle and you buy a new one. In fact, you don't even have to sell the vehicle, but once you get a new vehicle, you can make a new election. That was a long-winded answer. It was, but they've informed. <laughs> Short answer, yes. <laughs> Short answer, yes, Dad. Um, Sonia's put, uh, my son joined me on the 1st of April 2022 as self-employed. HMRC um, has said he doesn't need to do anything, but I'm sure I'm unsure of them first few days. Why would he not have to do anything? Um, he, it could well be because you can run your accounts from anywhere between the 20th, sorry, the 31st of March until the 5th of April, because HMRC class all those dates in between as, as if it was the 5th of April. So what they could be saying is, is that you can include, you, you, his account will run from the 1st of April to, um, sorry, for, yeah. So from the 1st of April to the 31st of March. And he would have to include that couple of days in with those accounts. Um, they're the only dates the HMRC allow you to run before you into basis periods, uh, which have major changes this year. <laughs> so don't don't do anything apart from 31st of March or 5th of April as your year end for your accounts. So I misread that. Um, brilliant. Uh, Rachel says, thanks. That really clarified it for me. I'm a veterinary physio, so visit some clients, but not many. Fabulous. If you're watching and you've got any questions, then please pop them in the comments and we will aim to answer them for you and help you. Um, another thing that I wanted to go over because someone asked in the group, um, a lot of people when they've been doing their own tax return have realised that this little sneaky little job called payments on account uh, <laughs> come in and they're like, oh, no, I paid double. <laughs> yeah, they are a bit of a shitter, but unfortunately cannot be getting rid of. So... A lot of people that I've seen on the groups as well have gone, oh, my tax bill was £2,000 and I've got to pay another £1,500. Like, what the hell? And that is payments on account. Um, and I've seen people in comment, oh, just put them down to zero. It doesn't matter. If you do that, you will get penalised. So you've kind of just got to suck it up uh, and pay it. Uh, and if you can't, then obviously ring HMRC and explain and they may well put a payment plan in place if you're struggling. But do you want to just quickly and non-technically try and explain payments on account. I don't think that I can. <laughs> um, so what HLRC basically says that if you are self-employed and the majority of your income is not through PAYE, i.e. an employed job, when you earn more or rather when you accrue and your tax bill exceeds 
a thousand pounds, you then have to start paying in advance of next year's tax bill. And the way they work out what those payments are is they are 50% of the tax year that's just ended with two lots of payments in the year. Those two payments, unfortunately, the first one is the 31st of January. So not only do you have to pay your tax bill, you have to pay 50% on top again for your first lot of in advance tax. The next payment is again 50% in on the 31st of July, uh, which get added together. And then when we work out what your tax bill for, the, for that year is going to be, the, the difference if you've not paid enough is due on the 31st of January, which this year will obviously be 2024. But for if we've worked out your tax this year and you've got payments on account next year, you're paying for the tax that's due on in, on January 2025. Now, if you've made if you've got too much tax and you've you've overpaid, we can claim that little bit back for you because you shouldn't have paid it. But if you've underpaid, you've got a you've got a top up which is called the balancing payment. The problem that we've got is you that little balancing payment you've then got next year's payment on account as well, which is fifty percent of the of the of the tax that. You've got that year. So it could well be that you might have overpaid, you might not have overpaid, but regardless of what happens, until you stop working as self-employed, the likelihood is now is that there's always going to be payments on account. And yeah. in, yeah. in last year of self-employment, you may then find that you've got less tax to pay and you've overpaid and we can claim a little bit of that tax back. Now, there is an option to reduce your payments on account, okay? So you can log into your government gateway, you can apply to reduce the payment on account, and the system will allow you to reduce it to zero. However, is, <laughs> and here's the big but. If you reduce it to zero, HMRC will say, okay, you don't owe anything for the payment on account in January and you don't owe it in, on, in July. You can't reduce one payment, it's always both. But if they, when you file your self-assessment and they establish, well, actually you should have made payments because your tax is equal or higher than the year that's just ended where they base the payments on account on, they backdate the interest that should have been charged on the money that you didn't pay. So you now find yourself with an increased tax bill and penalties because you didn't pay the money that you should have paid. So I say to everybody, unless your income drastically drops, mm -hmm. you stop working and you, you know this year's turnover and profits are going to be much less than last year's, and we can measure that. It's no good us just guessing it. We need to to have a a a, a, a way of actually monitoring that drop we can then work out what that payment on account is most likely going to be. And again, it's not artful. There's a little bit of guesstimation involved because again, at the moment you could be still trading. So yeah. guessing, we would then look to reduce the payments on account in line with where we think it would be. But it might be that we've taken it too low and they'll backdate that, that, um, that interest on that payment account of what it should have been once you file that tax return. The easiest thing to do is pay your January payment on account, then get us your accounts mm -hmm. by April. Get them yeah. as quickly as possible because we can get them done in April, May, and June. So we've got a three-month period 
after the tax year, get them into us. We'll work out what your tax bill will be. And then we can change the July payment and lower it if needs be. That is the, the easiest way and the best way for you guys to pay a little bit less tax and not having to overpay. Yeah. That was the short answer. That was the short answer, yeah. <laughs> so in essence, you're, you're basically paying for the following year's tax bill in advance. Yeah. And like Lee said, if you earn a bit less and you've paid more, you'll get that back. If you earned more and it doesn't cover it, you'll have that little bit of balance and bit to pay. But then it starts again, like Charlotte said, the cycle starts again and you have next year's tax bill to pay in advance. So if you are someone that does save for their tax bill, which is really, really good, then, and you're thinking, right, I'm probably going to have a payment on account, you just need to save a little bit extra. Um, Once put it in, in the, the pot. cycle, it mm. becomes easier because the January bill payment is lower because it's just a smaller <laughs> balancing payment plus yeah. payment on account. So yeah. January should be easier in future years as long as you've maintained it's the very first year that you have payments on account that's, that catches a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, it is a bit tricky. So like you said, if you're putting money away, then um, also get your tax return done in April. Yeah. Because then you've got till January to save to pay for it. Yeah. And, you don't have you know, to pay it, just get it done. Exactly, it's just get it, it done. Yeah, you don't have to pay it. If you, if you submit it in April, doesn't mean you have to pay it in April. So a lot of, you know, we've still got clients now that we're doing the tax returns for now and it gives them, what, 20 days, 19 days for them to, to pay their bill. You know, whereas if you get it done in April, you've got nine months to pay it. So, you know, get it done early. And we, we know we harp on about it all the time, but there is method in our madness uh, for repeating ourselves sometimes. Um so, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte's like, yeah, my head hurts. I'm like, yeah, no. And this is why it really boils me when people say it's easy. Um, it's if it's if you want to if you want to annoy me, anyone in the group, just put tax returns are easy. <laughs> She'll fire it, will get me going. Um, right, has anyone else got any questions? Um, did ours in September? They say Jack's still a little bit late, but not as late <laughs> yeah. as others. So you've got like half a gold star, Jack, not yeah. the full one. If we have a deadline as well that we want to try and get <laughs> all the paperwork in by. So last year we set the deadline as Halloween, and and it wasn't to to like scare people into getting the the, the information into us. It was so that we allowed clients time to digest and look at how they're going to get those funds together to 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 come up with the payments because some of them are quite large. Not not all of them. I mean, you know, we've got clients that we've had tax rebates for, which has been a, a nice, pleasant surprise. But some of them have been like fifteen, sixteen thousand pounds because of the money that they've been earning. And when you take the payments into account onto that, you, you know, you're paying half of that again. It, that it's sizable, um, you know, and, and and scarily so. But the reason that we want to want to aim for a deadline that gives us months in advance is it allows us to work through them as well, and it 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 means that we don't have to go through them quickly, and then we've got more time to spend mm. walking you through those figures, explaining how we've come up to them, looking <laughs> at your your taxes, looking at your figures, and then saying, well, have you tried X, Y, and Z? Because actually, what we're seeing at the moment is that your your profit is quite low, your expenses are quite high, and there's things on there that do you necessarily need to spend. Now, mm. 
I think that it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because every owner wants their business to do well. So they want their, their sales to be high. They want their expenses to be low so they get to keep more money, but then they end up paying more tax because the sales are high. If you start spending more money on expenses to get your taxes down, then you don't have as much money during the mm. year to spend on yourself because your running costs of the business are much higher. However, me personally would rather have more money to spend on me and have to pay a little bit more to the tax man if it meant that my life was a little bit more comfortable and I'm not buying things for the business that it doesn't need. So it yeah. is a case of, of of looking at what it is that your business actually uses and whether or not there's a cheaper alternative without compromising on quality, um, whether or not you can make some efficiencies, because efficiencies is a big one. Uh, and we've been working with a client at the moment, and I'm not going to say who they are, but we did a, or I did a review with them the other week about their, their business as a whole. Um, and they've come back and they've said that, you know, we've made X, Y, and Z changes. Um, and, and I'm hoping that these changes are now going to lead to a higher profit level, which means less work and doing less work as well. So they've become more efficient with how they're working and um, so that they've got a work-life balance, which is much more uh, in line with what they were hoping for. Um, and that involves, you know, looking at their prices, looking at their geographical area, looking at whether or not they can increase capacity when they're doing certain tasks. Um, and and so far, so good. They are providing us feedback as as these changes are happening. Um, they took some of the things on board. They said, actually, we don't want to do this other bit because that doesn't fit in with what we want to do. And that's absolutely fine. But the point is, as accountants, we can help you in so many other ways. Yeah not just by filling in your tax return. I think that, again, is another misconception is that we just sit and fill out tax returns all day. If we did, we'd probably die of boredom. <laughs> we did that all day, every day. You know, it, when looking at your figures, when we're doing bookkeeping, we're looking at your figures on a monthly basis, sometimes a daily basis, depending on uh, how busy you are. And I would say, who's best place to guide you in your business and what you should be doing than the person looking at your bank account every single day. You know, we can advise you on your business and, and help you. So reach out if you do want to speak to us because we are the ones looking at what you're spending money on, how much money you're getting, what your profit levels are. Um, you know, me and uh, Lee ran businesses separately before. Um, you know, we know what we're talking about. We, we've won this one. So... You know, if you are one of our clients or you're not and you want to come on board, then don't just use this for your for your tax return or just to do the bookkeeping. You know, like if you need help or you want a review or whatever, then please just let us know. We'd be more than happy uh, to do that. We are going to be implementing drop-in sessions um, from February. Obviously, we can't do them yet because it's very busy, but from February... Uh, we are going to be implementing dropping sessions for clients where you will get a link uh, which will give you access to me, Lee, Lauren, Lindsay, Abby um, to speak to us for anything that you want, whether you want a review or whether you want to chat to us about buying a van or I don't know, you just want a 20 minute chat, I don't know. Um, you know, just want a bit of chat because you're bored. I don't know, whatever you want to do, they're completely free. Uh, they're 20 minutes and then obviously if 
what you want to talk about needs more in-depth research from us or needs a longer call and obviously you can book that in uh, where there's a fee attached to that but the drop-in sessions for clients are going to be absolutely free so you could always get hold of one of us uh, each one of us will be doing a day a month um, and you can just pop on a calendly and pick your slot and we can have a chat um exactly what charlotte said accountants are for life not just for january's tax returns exactly <laughs> and we did put a post out recently about good accountants don't cost too money um and i think again another misconception i was a lady that messaged the other day asking about our services and i explained the cost and everything and she went oh, i wish i've come to you sooner but i just assumed it'd be really expensive and you know Yes, some accountants are ridiculously expensive. I don't think we are. I think we're probably in the middle. Yeah. I think you'll probably get cheaper um, and you'll probably get way more expensive. Um, I don't think we're particularly expensive, but if you don't, you know, just ask, you know, you'd be surprised and we will save you money. You've probably had thousands of pounds worth of rebates over the last 12 months. Uh, we are going to record that moving forward from April so we can uh, we can share it with you guys uh, and smaller tax bills so like the, the quote said we don't cost you money because we will save you a lot um, so if you're on the fence give us a shout um, like I said we're going to be rolling out quite a few new things um, over this year the group might have a different look to it soon who knows um, and again, if you want bookkeeping, payroll, uh, services, software, chats, because making tax digital is getting ever closer um, 2026. It's not that far away if you think about it. And you will have to use accounting software. Um, so again, if you're one of those that's on pen and paper or spreadsheets um, or just literally you put your receipts in a bag, you're really, really going to have to think about getting on some software because A, you need time to figure out how to use it and there's going to be no choice. We have to use software. I mean, I don't know how many of our clients are on software, probably only about 30%, yeah. maybe. So that other 70%, and I hear people all the time go, oh, no, I'll just stick to my paper. I'm not very technological-minded. I'm not either. Um, but it is literally going to be compulsory. So you need to have that in the back of your mind. I think, um, I think software-wise, I, I know people see it as a, a means to an end, as in like, you know, I, I, I might be being forced on it or I, I mm. a tax digital, I don't really want to. But actually, software can be your friend. It, it can give you so much insight into your business that pen and paper can't. Because of the way that we can filter things and and look at the way that the income's coming through, we can drill down onto a daily, weekly, or monthly basis, and it it gives us so much information to form plans for. Like you know, one of the questions that I always ask clients is, have you set yourself goals and have you reviewed your business and what's your initial goals that you've got planned for this month? What are you planning for, you know, what do you want your business to look like in the next six months, so six to 12 months? And then what do you want it to look like in five years? And the software allows you to make those decisions. And and I know that you guys have heard me and Vicky say before that when we went to America, um, we spent days it was literally four days of us sat down with a beer, with the laptop, going... With a, cock with a cocktail or five. <laughs> Actually, not five, because they're bloody expensive. Yeah, they were really expensive. Um, but we were sat down going through... Sorry, the dog's having a little bit of a dream in the background. Um, 
we was yeah we sat down and we went through every single morsel soul of the business and we decided what we needed to do immediately what required a change what could wait a few months and then where we wanted the business to be in 12 months time and and what sort of sales turnover that the business we wanted the business to be doing at that point in time and then we work backwards of how do we get there what do we need to do to get to that figure and it was only with software where we were able to go through and say well hang on what what are we spending there why why are we paying that much jesus christ that software's gone up so it it it's the the, the software does allow greater insight into the business and if you don't want to use software and you're afraid of it, we do offer bookkeeping. Now, January and February is always the time where we get offers from our software providers because, again, they know the new tax year is starting, so the best time to start getting those offers out is the couple of months leading up to the start of the tax year. If you just if you think, right, well, I, I want this insight, but I don't want to do the bookkeeping, speak to us. We can put a package together for you where you just take photographs on your phone of your receipts, connect your bank account for us, and we will do everything for you. We'll give you performance packs. So every three months, you'll get a graphical pack that says how your business is doing, whether or not your profit's going up or going down, um, what you've spent money on, and what you can do to start to change things. Um, and a call at least with us. And a call with you. Yeah, so okay. one with the person that's been yeah. keeping for you so that you can ask them questions. You don't need to look at your figures yourself. That's what we are there for, to be able to help you with that. Now, I know figures can sometimes scare people. And then when you start throwing in technological terms like profit and loss, balance sheet, cash flows, it can become quite confusing. So you don't need to understand all that if you've got us as your bookkeepers. And actually, we're going to do it so that the bookkeeping packages come with everything. So we're going to do it with your self-assessments included at a reduced rate. We're going to look at um, putting custom bookkeeping um, amounts together so that you can just pay one amount and have it all included. We're going to see what offers we can get from our software providers to see if we can get that included in there as well. So like I said, if you're on the fence about the bookkeeping, come and see us now because what we we only have a, a limited number of slots and mm. capacity that we can take on. Um, obviously, as the year goes on and our team grows, that that capacity will change. But right now, those slots are fairly limited because there's only so many hours in the day that we can fill on the bookkeeping side. And we still have self-assessments and limited companies and payroll, other bits and pieces to run. So if you are interested, reach out to us. We'll put something together for you. And if we can get you onto the software, then absolutely we will. And and obviously we'll we'll, we'll work from there and see if we can help you with your business. Um, We have had a question about any software recommendations. Um, We only really work with two, and that's Zero and Free Agent. Um, Free Agent, if you're doing it yourself, is probably the better option of the two because it's it's easier to use. It's a simpler system. And however, multiple bank accounts. Unless, yes. And then if you've got more, if you attach more than one bank account on there, it's just a mess. Um, but if you've got like a smallish business, one bank account, and you're doing it yourself and free agent, it's definitely the way to go. If you were to come to us and have bookkeeping, then we tend to use zero because it's a much more uh, efficient system. It's quicker um, and it's, it's just better. So it's, it's probably the reports are better. It, the functionality is better. 
but it's a bit more technical. If you were going to try and use it yourself, you'd probably get a bit more confused with that one than you would with free agent. But we um, do offer training courses on the software as well. So if you did want one of the softwares and you asked us to do the bookkeeping, but you wanted to know more about that system and how it works or where to find certain things, maybe you want to send out your own invoices to your customers and just reconcile and match your incoming payments to make life easier for you. We will offer training sessions on that as well to make sure that you're happy and you well, know what you're doing. We have, I spoke to a client the other day and she was asking when we were doing a zero training day. <laughs> um, and to be honest, it, it really depends on numbers because it takes us all day. So yeah. we can't really do it for one person because financially it's just not viable. So and if anyone... And they're in debt. So if there's at least five people that want training on free agent and or zero, um, then just let us know. Drop us a message. Drop us an email. If we get enough people, then we will put a training day on uh, for those softwares and, and show you the basics and what you need to do. Um, obviously, we can't go too in depth because we'll be giving you an accountancy and bookkeeping lesson, which you don't you don't want. <laughs> So, but we will give you the basics yeah, so again. Training course, <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a six-year training course on Zero. Um, but yes, so there's lots of options out there. Like I say, if you're on the fence, you know, we you can speak to us on Zoom. I know people like face-to-face. Um, you know, what's better than be able to do this in Sydney pajamas? Do you know what I mean? So, I think that's well. That's it's nice to think that you can go around the corner and pop into your accountants, but in reality. You've still got to try and book a slot with them. You can't just turn up. You've still got to have a, a, a set time with them whilst you're at the office and you have to have everything with you. The benefit of this is that you don't even have to leave your house, but yet we can still sit and have a cup of coffee, have a tea. We can go through everything. We can share the screen so we can see everything. So you don't need an accountant that's around the corner anymore. The world has changed since COVID and we're all now used to using the likes of Zoom, the likes of Teams. And yeah. well, and, and and for me personally, from an efficiency point of view, for yourself as well, it's much more efficient to to log into Zoom or log into Teams, have the chat, close it down and go back to your work again. You're not having to travel, which again is time that you need to consider when you're having these meetings. Again, you could be sat in the waiting room while somebody's busy doing something because it's run over for argument's sake. Mm. You know, and, and this is all time where you could be doing what you do in your business and making money. So I, I find it really difficult when clients say, I want a local accountant, because I just think, well, well. This wow. is Lee's pet peeve. It is. It really is. It really Mine's saying taxes. Yeah. It's easy. And Lee's is like, I want a local one. I want a local one. Like, I'm going to see Why? <laughs> why? Tell us why. <laughs> Tell us why you would prefer a local accountant. It might uh, yeah, just help Lee understand it if anyone does use it. I love the is it, <laughs> is, is it just because you can walk and see them or is there something else? Who knows? It's a mystery. Um, Tours put, are we better buying zero via you guys if you do the deals or going direct? We can't. If we're not doing your bookkeeping, we can't give you zero or reduced rate, unfortunately. It's the rules that they give us. Um, so if you wanted it through us, you'd just be paying the same price if you're going to do your own bookkeeping. Um, we can only give you a reduced price if we're doing your bookkeeping for you, unfortunately. Which, do they only just bring that in or do they only just 
realised. Um, it was me not reading the contract properly. Oh, very cool. Because <laughs> we were like, oh, crap. We've been giving people all these like really cheap licences and then realised, oh, crap, I've got up because we're actually supposed to be doing the bookkeeping for them. So, yeah, a lot of people got very cheap licences from us when technically we shouldn't have been. But hey-ho, <laughs> you live and learn. Yeah. You live and learn. Um, right, we best go because um, times are ticking and it's a Friday and we've got lots of self-assessments to do. So like I said, if you want to get hold of us, our number is on the banner at the top of the group, much, much easier. Then you don't have to wait for us to reply on, on um, Facebook Messenger or email. If you want to get things sorted, then just give us a ring on that number. We're in the office from eight till four um, and someone will be able to speak to you, one of the accountants or ourselves will be uh, available to, to say hello and, and speak to you about it. So get on the phone, numbers in the, on the banner, um, get your, your tax returns done before the 31st of January to avoid any fines. And um, we will catch up with you guys, not next week because I'm on holiday uh, for a couple of days, but we'll probably be back the week after. Uh, we're probably nagging you again to submit your tax return, but we'll come up with something uh, exciting for that day. But I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you found it useful. As always, um, drop us an email if you need us or ring the number. Carry on using the group and carry on asking questions and helping each other. And yeah, we'll see what 24 has to bring. And we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Happy New Year, all. Yes, fabulous. Right, take care, everyone. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed my podcast, don't forget to subscribe for me. And if you want to speak to me, please visit my website at www.petaccountant.co.uk. And if you'd like to join my Facebook group, which is full of like-minded pet professionals, then search Accounting for Pet Professionals in Facebook and I will see you there.